0: Standing with me, we want to bring our speaker uh, to this pulpit. He preached on Friday night. If you weren't here, you missed a marvelous message. Uh, Pastor James Maroney from Evansville, Indiana, is one of the most gifted speakers that I think that I know. On top of that, he is one of the funniest guys that I think that I know, and uh, he is a preacher of preachers. He is. uh, He has served uh, a big, bigger part of his ministry in youth ministry, serving as youth president in the state of Kentucky, and uh, he is from Indiana, pastored in Kentucky for 15 years, and we're glad he's back in Indiana, pastoring in Evansville. Would you please put your hands together and welcome to this pulpit, Pastor James Maroney. Preach your heart to us. Praise God. Why don't you clap your hands to the Lord if you're glad to be in God's house today. Amen. Let's give that praise team a great big hand for leading us in worship. Amen. Praise God. And not only did they do a fantastic job of leading us in worship, but they uh, did it on very little sleep, and that's fantastic. Amen. I'm so thankful for the opportunity to uh, be here to preach for you this weekend. Friday night was a fantastic Uh, night in the Holy Ghost. And I I know that uh, the Lord ministered to several young people and adults as well. And and that's what we want. When we show up to church, we want God to do something great. Amen. And so we praise him and we thank him. Amen. For showing up. Thank you, brother, in a very, very uh, powerful way Friday night. And, um, you know, when Pastor Jordan, uh, you know, first talked to me about coming here and, and brother newcomer, who's Uh, Done a fantastic job as a sectional youth leader. When they talked to me about coming, they didn't mention that, you know, that there was going to be a big part of the church was going to be up all night long. And so, but, but it's okay because one of my boys, we prayed for him earlier. I've got twin boys, and one of them, Connor. Uh, was up most of the night with a very high temperature. So I had to get up this morning and drive to Walmart. Nothing like going to Walmart at about, you know, four in the morning, something like that. Um, So basically, I'm telling you this story to say none of y'all have an excuse. Nobody go to sleep. Uh, I'm just as tired as you are. So now that we're past that, somebody say, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen. I'm glad we can... I understand. I know it's it's tough when you're, you know, not a professional stayer-upper all-nighter like I am, but uh, but we're going to do it. We're going to have some church today. <laughs> Amen? What an honor and a privilege it is to be with you, and uh, I'm so thankful. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to the book of 1 Kings chapter 17, beginning with verse number 8. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse number 8, and then... Um, after today, all the visitors today, if you're a visitor here, we're glad you're here. And I'm looking forward to God ministering to you as well today. And we want the Holy Ghost to move. So just clear your mind, clear your heart, and let God speak to you today. Amen. But first Kings uh, chapter 17, beginning with verse number eight. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded, everybody say commanded, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. Behold, I am gathering of two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, But make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. Amen. So what this widow woman did not understand, she knew what she thought was happening today. What she didn't understand is what God was going to do tomorrow. And so I want to talk to you with the help of the Lord today from something that I I believe the Lord's going to minister to you today uh, in the Holy Ghost. But I want to preach to you the day before... Tomorrow, Amen. The day before tomorrow. Praise God. Would you lift your hands and lift your voice? And everybody help me pray right now. Jesus, we love you. We thank you for the power of your spirit. God, we know that you are here to minister to us. God, to talk to us, to bless us. I pray for your anointing today as I preach your word to your people. And I pray, God, that the Holy Ghost would saturate us. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, in Jesus' name. Somebody say in Jesus name. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated today. I am halfway tempted to invite the organ player to stay put. Because you can't have show enough church unless you have a hammond going. And so I don't know. You just do whatever you feel in the Holy Ghost brother. Praise God. Whatever you feel really. Okay. I'd like to speak to everybody today in this place that has any type of expectation. Maybe uh, you have an expectation today. Maybe you came to church and you need an expectation. But I want to tell you that there is a reason why that you got to the house of God today. There is a reason. Faith is a very critical component to who we are as believers. And many times we don't understand this. We don't realize this. But we are determined, if you think about who we are as apostolics, we are determined to believe in a God that we cannot see with our physical eyes. And I want you to think about that. That, that means something because uh, we have encountered Him spirit to spirit. I, I don't have to see Him with my physical eyes for me to know that He's real. Amen, I see the effects of his life uh, of my in my life of him every single day. This is why we praise him, and this is why we kicked off the service today with a song "Lord, you're mighty," because we know that he is mighty, and so we worship him It's an external expression of an inward conviction. That's what worship is. That Jesus Christ is exactly who He says He is. Now there's been three debates and there's going to be an election coming up of a new president. And every time you vote on a politician, you you don't really know or even believe that they are who they say they are. But I've come to talk to somebody today that Jesus Christ is exactly who He says He is. There is no variance in Him. Come On somebody, there is no unfaithfulness in him. If God says it, he will deliver it. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah! Praise God. This is why that we are not moved. To do what society says that we are to do. We believe that God is sovereignly and God is completely in control of the affairs of men and the entire universe at the exact same time. Uh, Does anybody believe with me here today that there is not one atom or not one speck of dust in this place today without the express permission of God? God is in control. Look at your neighbor and say, God is in control. And everything connected to us is either something that is God-ordained or something that is God-allowed to bring His perfect plan in our lives. Can somebody here get excited about that? Anybody excited about God's plan being fulfilled in your life? See, I believe that a key component to our faith is our confession and if you are believing for something that is yet to arrive if you're like me you may find yourself saying well someday God's going to do it I have an expectation for something to happen and I say someday God's going to do it but I want to ask somebody a question what if someday was today Oh, come on. It makes perfect sense. You know, we're, we're half asleep. We, we don't know. You know, pastor and pastor's wife's away. It makes perfect sense that today would be the day when we really least expect it that somebody who is expecting it that's been praying for weeks or months or years, someday I'm going to get my healing. Someday I'm going to get my miracle. But someday became today. Oh, somebody shout Hallelujah. Oh, now don't get too excited. We don't want to scare the visitors off. Because when you start that kind of praise, anything can happen. When you start that kind of faith, anything can happen. You are showing that even though it hasn't shown up yet, that God is faithful. It hasn't happened yet. But you're going to go ahead and like the song says, you're going to put a praise on it. Because I believe it can happen. So I'm going to put a praise on it. I know God is able. So I'm going to put a praise Oh, somebody, come on now. I know it's Sunday morning, but we can have apostolic church here today if we put a praise on our expectation. Oh, somebody clap your hands and shout hallelujah. I believe in a God that can take what was impossible 24 hours ago and make it impossible right now. Elijah was a very faithful prophet of God. He wasn't like all the other Prophets, the 21st century prophets that we even have today, that many use their words just to gain favor with men. But he was a different kind of prophet. And it's my prayer that everybody in the ministry use their ministry when it comes to dealing with people's hearts and lives and, and to build them up and lift them up and use words of hope and expectation. Elijah only said what God told him to say. I want to preach to you today I'm not claiming to be a prophet But I'm claiming today to be somebody That's only going to tell you What God told me to say And what God told me to say this morning Is you've been waiting for it But it's coming You've been looking for it But it's on its way Come on somebody I think we need to return to a day, Brother Lytle, when the preachers and the prophets of God spoke the truth of God unapologetically, not to be hateful and not to be judgmental, but to speak the truth in love and let people decide what they're going to do with the word. Hey, if God said your healing is today, you can claim it. It's today. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. See, see, here's the deal. When you serve God, it's not a free pass through life. You're going to go through some things. Touch your neighbor and say, you're going to struggle sometimes. You're going to go through this and you're going to go through that. And we know that Elijah was not perfect. But he understood, as we need to understand, that we will have obstacles. And when we look at the the prophet's life, Elijah was being fed by some ravens at a brook. And I want you to just picture that. The birds, the ravens were were feeding him by a brook. The Bible says they fed him bread. And and the Bible says they fed him flesh. And he drank from the brook and he dwelt there. and, and, And you know, there's some people that say, well, God doesn't care about me. God ain't going to take care of me, really. If he feeds the man of God by a brook, by a bunch of birds, I I think it's safe to say that God's going to take care of you. But even in the middle of his miracle, somebody hear me today, eventually his brook dried up. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost today. Has anybody ever had your brook dry up? Anybody had, you're in the middle of a miracle and and you live beside that and you dwelt in that and something happened in your life and one day your brook dried up. You wanted to sow something maybe today, but but your brook is dried up. Maybe you wanted to commit in your heart something towards the kingdom of God today, but you feel like that your life and your ministry, the brook is dried up. You got more obligation in your life than you have resources, and your brook is dried up. You want to do more, but your brook is dried up. Well, I've come to give you a word today. Don't lose faith and don't lose that expectation. Because your brook may be dried up today, but God's prepared something else for you tomorrow. I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. Because it's how you respond to your brook being dried up today that will accentuate and activate the miracle that's going to happen for you tomorrow. What's important is not what's going to happen tomorrow. It's what's happening today. Come on, somebody. What I do with today. Well... I wish somebody would help me right now what I do with today is going to help me in my tomorrow hey hey somebody shout hallelujah in 1 Kings 17 and 8 the word of the Lord came to him saying arise and get thee to Zarephath which belongeth to Zidon and dwell there he said behold I have commanded now I want you to understand he is speaking to Elijah today and he said I have commanded now that's a past tense word That means I've already done it. God didn't say, I will command a widow woman to feed you. He said, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. I love this story because we can clearly see how God doesn't miss a beat in your life. The brook dries up. And God has already, somebody say already, already. He has already prepared something else. And it's not what you were thinking. It's not even what you were expecting. I'm talking to somebody today. Not at all. It's not what you thought it would be. But it is what you need today. In fact, God commands the ravens to feed Elijah and they do. Now he commands a widow woman to feed him. Around every corner, God has got your back. In verse number 10, So he arose and went to Zarephath. When they came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And when she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. She said, as the Lord God liveth, she said, I don't have a cake. I don't have nothing but a handful of meal in a barrel. She said, I've got just a little bit of oil. In a cruise, and she said, Here's my plan for today. I'm gonna go gather two sticks today. I'm gonna start a fire today. I'm gonna make what little bit I have left, and me and my son are gonna eat it, and we're gonna die. Interestingly, God told Elijah that he had commanded, remember, past tense, commanded this widow woman to sustain him, to feed him. It was only a command. And I love this part of the story. God commanded, see, only the word had not gotten to her yet. (laughs) Elijah talks to her as though it already has. I've come to tell you some of you need to stop saying when's God going to do it, but you need to say God's already spoke it, and if he spoke it in eternity, he did it yesterday, but it's already happened today. Whoa, I feel the Holy Ghost, and it's going to take place tomorrow. Some of y'all need to just talk to your problem. Talk to your situation like it's already happened. Hey, my wife has already been saved. My husband's already been healed. My backslid kids are already coming back to church. Oh, come on. I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody praise him with me right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The doctor said you got cancer yesterday, but today you're saying I'm healed for tomorrow. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. She spreads this this doubt all over and she looks at her situation and she responds as though somebody and some of us do a lot of times. I would love to do for you. I would love to do more, but I've only got a little bit. And what I have... I'm just going to keep it to myself. Me and mine are going to be, we're going to, we're going to use this little bit and then we will die. She responds as somebody whose own brook has dried up. But the prophet's saying, woman, you don't understand. My brook has dried up. I've been there and I've done that. And God's going to use you to give me a miracle. And whenever God uses you to give me a miracle, he's going to give you and your son a miracle. Somebody shout hallelujah. So basically whenever the prophet shows up, God had already put a word in her. Watch. God had already put a word in her that could not be activated until the other word arrived. God has already put, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. God has already put a word in some of you, yay, every one of you here today, and I've shown up to Frankfurt, Indiana this morning. This is the other word that's coming. God's already put it. God's already planted it, and I'm here to water it. What you do today is going to make a difference in your tomorrow. Oh, hey, hey. Come on. Somebody shout Hallelujah. When the prophet spoke to her, her ability to respond obediently to that word is what produced the miracle. Can I tell you that in that culture, there were not a lot of opportunities for widow women. In that culture and in that day, it was very difficult for widows to live. It was very difficult for them to have enough food to eat. In fact, she was so hopeless that she said, I'm just going to take what little bit that I do have and die. So in her mind... Death was in her tomorrow According to her Death was in her tomorrow That's it Me and my son We're going to eat And when we're done eating We're going to die But it wasn't tomorrow yet Come on somebody Tomorrow looks bleak for you Tomorrow looks impossible for you But I've come to preach a word today That it ain't tomorrow yet Somebody hear me right now. It ain't tomorrow yet. What she thought was in her tomorrow, it's not what she was expecting. But it was the day before tomorrow. And it's what she would do by faith in that day today that would determine her tomorrow. I've come to tell somebody right now, if you'll praise Him today, you're going to get your miracle tomorrow. If you'll worship Him today, if you'll give to Him today, if you'll worship and give Him everything today, God's going to bring it tomorrow. Oh, Hallelujah. She said, I don't have much at all. And what little bit I got, I'm just going to give it to my son. And I love what the prophet said. The prophet says, fear not, go and do as thou hast said. You want to cook? You want to feed your son? You go ahead, but make me a little cake first. Oh, I love this prophet. It wasn't that he was saying that he was better than her. And everybody, listen, everybody loves to feed the preacher. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. I love when folks, when I show up at church and somebody's got chocolate chip cookies waiting on me or a pie waiting on me. My, my uncle, Brother Bear, he said, he said, be sure that you don't let those people love you to death. <laughs> but the prophet said, make me a little cake first and bring it to me. And when you step out in faith, Come on, somebody. I said, when you step out in faith, then you're going to find out when you go to cook something for you, when you go to cook something for your son, when you step out in faith, you're going to find out you had more than you thought you had. He said, woman, if you were back at the brook and you heard what God had told me, you'd be stepping in faith right now. If you'd only seen him, take care. Listen to his testimony. He fed me by birds, by a brook. I ate bread. I ate flesh. I drank of the brook. And when my brook dried up, God already had another plan. I've come to preach to somebody today. You feel like your brook is already dried up. But God has got another plan. God's got another plan. Hallelujah. This is where it gets really good. Bible says she went to find two sticks. Everybody say two sticks. She went and found two sticks. And her plan was to take those two sticks and and to do what with them? To start a fire. Somebody say to start a fire. Oh, I love this. It takes two to be in agreement. And as long as you... And God agree, everything's going to be all right. You know what God's looking for today? He's looking for some people that's going to show up with two sticks. I ain't got much, but what I do have, I'm going to rub them together. And me and God are going to agree together. And it's going to start something. My God, I wish somebody would start something today. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to watch as this woman is going to start a fire. Let me tell you, folks, there's friction between you and the devil. And sometimes you got to show the devil that you and God are in agreement. And you're going to set some stuff on fire. She gives us insight until the day before tomorrow. She didn't have a lot. But she started something with what she had. Jesus said the woman went in and she gave of her abundance. They laughed at her because she cast in very little in the offering. He said she gave of her, you give of your abundance, but she gives of everything she has. Jesus loves it when you come in and you say, I'm full of doubt, I don't have much faith, I don't know where my next meal is going to come from, I don't know if God's going to answer prayer, but if I can clap my hands, if I can sing a song if I can shout a little bit if I can raise my hand I'm going to give God somebody shout hallelujah Hallelujah. the Bible tells us that she did what the man of God said she started the fire she used the oil that she had and she made the cake and guess what happened there was more oil in that cruise than she expected oh I feel the Holy Ghost there was more meal running through her fingers than what she expected I've come to tell you folks that God is in the business of keeping things lit God is in the business of keeping things on fire Isaiah 42 and 3, a bruised reed shall he not break. And the smoking flax shall he not quit. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. Listen to me. The presence of Jesus does not break a bruised reed. It doesn't blow out the smoking candle. He is here not to remove your hope, but to give you hope. And to tell you today is your day for a miracle. Oh, come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I don't have much hope, but what little bit I have, I'm going to give to God today. I'm going to put a praise on it. I'm going to worship God for it. Hallelujah. See, tomorrow, me and my son were planning on being dead. So I'm not going to wait till tomorrow to worship. I love the scripture that says now thanks be unto God which always causeth us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. You know what I believe that that says? It's not tomorrow thanks. It ain't yesterday thanks but it's now thanks. I'm going to thank him now thanks be unto God. Oh hallelujah. I just love how the Bible puts it out there for us. Somebody here needs to start one last fire today so that you can see what God wants to do tomorrow. And I don't want you to worry about all the friction in your life. That word Zarephath, the place Zarephath, it literally means refinery. So the Lord said, Go to the refinery. Because there, there's a widow woman that I have commanded. She doesn't know it yet, but I've already given the miracle. Some of you walked in this place oblivious to the miracle that God's got waiting on you. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. God's got waiting on you when you get up in the morning. Let me give you a testimony. There was a woman in our church. She was really having bad financial problems, horrible financial problems. She said the Holy Ghost spoke to her and said, Start giving the way you want to be blessed. So she said, I stepped out in faith. She said, I didn't hardly have any money to buy food for my family. But she said, on my job, I just knew that if I gave the way I wanted to be blessed, that God was going to meet it. And so she gave one day how she wanted to be blessed. And the very next day, the very next day on Monday, her boss caught her in the office and gave her a raise on her job. That was ten times the amount of what she gave in that offering. But it gets better. So she said, I'm going to just prove God the next month. So she did it again. She's already received four raises on her job, making more than anybody else in the company. You know why that happened? I'll tell you why that happened. She realized the revelation. What I do for God today is what's going to help my tomorrow. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, she wasn't sitting back waiting to die, blaming God for everything under the sun. See, that's our problem a lot of times. Our problem a lot of times, too many times, our problem is we sit back and just wait to die. We blame God for how bad our life is. We blame God for everything that we can blame on him. But I believe that God right now is going to move into where you are and He's going to move into the where you're going. Come on, somebody. God's going to move right now in where you are and take you to where you're going. I want you to lift your hands. Come on, that's a word for somebody today. Come on, somebody help me praise Him today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It may look impossible. Come on, all across this house. It may look impossible. I've come to tell you it is not impossible. Come on, praise Him. Somebody put a praise on it right now. Hallelujah. Come on, you are in the day before your tomorrow. You are in the day before your tomorrow. And this is the most important day of your life. Some of you came here today and you need an answer from God. You need a touch in your body. You need direction for your soul. You need a rebuilding in your ministry. You need a restoration in your spirit. My God, I'm talking to somebody today. And God wants to unleash heaven and pour out blessings on you. Hallelujah. Verse 14, For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail. You hear me? God doesn't give any blessings that's wasted. And God's cruise of oil never fails. It is a well of oil that will not run dry. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah. And she... Oh, this is the best part right here. Stand with me. I'm going to preach another 15 minutes. Everybody stand with me right now. I love this part right here. Get ready, brother, because we're going to have some church today, all right? I love an organ player. Listen to me. I love this part. She went and did according to the saying of, the, of Elijah, the man of God. And she, everybody say, and she. Oh, come on, give me something there. Everybody say, And she. She obeyed the word of God in her heart and she, oh no, you got to say it like you're apostolic. And she and he and her house did eat many days. God didn't just bless her. God didn't just bless the man of God. God didn't just bless her son, God blessed her house, and he did it many days. I've come to tell you, what you do today is going to affect your tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. Oh, somebody shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. I want to talk to somebody right now. You've been going through so many struggles in your life. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You need to be healed in your body. You need to be baptized in Jesus' name. Whatever your need is, I want you to know that today is the day. What you do today will affect your tomorrow. I'm going to open this altar up and I want everybody that wants a miracle to come and put a praise on it today. Come on. Everybody here, you need a blessing. You've been praying for months, maybe even years for something. I want you to come up to this front. Lift your hands and put a praise on it today come on what I do today is going to affect my tomorrow come on I want us to enter into a spirit of worship right now come on God has laid it out for you today God has already commanded a widow woman to feed you God has already commanded somebody to bless you some of you are going to show up to work tomorrow and God has already sent word to your employer and God's going to bless you. There's healing in your house. In this come on, somebody, it's going to happen. Lift your hands. Some of you are going to go home and your husband is going to be healed. Some of you are going to go home and your wife is going to be healed. Your children are going to come back to God because you praised Him today. Come on, come on, come on, praise him. Oh, I'm gonna put a praise on it. I'm gonna put a praise come on, I feel the Holy it. Ghost. Yes! Oh, I'm gonna put a praise Somebody put a praise on it. Come I'm on, dude. Do, don't do what you did last week. It. Yesterday is over. Friday night is past. It's a brand new day for a brand new miracle. Come on, come on, that's it. Worship, worship. Come on, it ain't up to me, it's up to you. Reach down into that meal. Get a handful of it. Make a cake right now. Pour that oil out right now. Come on some of you have been expecting a blessing you've been praying for a miracle God wants to give it to you right now